Welcome to MDL, the show where we talk to modern day legends. Today we have Hafiz Sayyidah Muhsin. He also gave plenty of Jumu'ah lectures and he laid us in Tarawiyah. How are you doing, bro? Alhamdulillah. Wa barakatuh. How are you, Amr? I'm doing great. So I just want to begin with this. How, when did you actually start, you know, memorizing Quran? Like, when did you know that, okay, I'm going to be a scholar? Um, I wouldn't say the word scholar. Uh, if you want to say Hafiz, maybe Hafiz. that's okay. But, um... I think ever since I was a young age, becoming a Hafid is something that I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I actually, the other day, my mom had like a binder where she had collected our, uh, just like certificates or achievements, you know, they give at school. And yeah. It's a little binder, like uh, th- through all of our school years. And I found one page, it was from kindergarten actually. And it was asking about your life goals. It was just a small activity saying, you know, what you want to become. And I think... At least three of the answers I gave on that sheet, and there was like ten questions. All of them said like half of half of half of half of or imam, something along those lines. I yeah. always wanted to become a half of. I think I even remember uh, when I was like really young, I would stand on my dresser and like try to do an Abdul Basil imitation. <laughs> it was terrible, but uh, yeah, I, th- I always like wanting to become a half of. Is something that I always had uh, in my heart. It's something I always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah, He made it easy for me and Control. allowed me to reach that stage. But. I think that's an important lesson that as long as you have the intention and even if you put a little bit of effort then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will you know if you're sincere which I hope I was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know he will take your efforts and he can magnify them inshallah he'll allow you to reach a goal even if it seems out of reach mashallah uh, that's something else you like you this is this is not an easy task I don't know why people you know specifically in your when you've hafiz people are like saying oh this is anyone can do it but like they will understand this is not an easy task. You're not talking about memorizing about uh, 500 pages, you know, and knowing the meaning and knowing tafsir, you know, and knowing the, no, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, how to read it properly. You know, how, what, why do it, man? Why? Like, you know, why attempt something so amazing? I think uh, the first thing is Allah SWT, He says in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرْ And He also says, uh, I was listening to a shaykh who mentioned that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling you that I have made the Quran easy is the only motivation that a person has, that should be enough. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has told us that he has made the Quran easy, he has made the Quran easy to memorize, easy to understand, easy to implement, he has made it easy to take knowledge from, all of these, all of these meanings can be taken from this ayah when Allah says that we have made the Quran easy. <clears throat> then honestly that's the only motivation that a person really needs mm-hmm. beyond that if you just look at the some of the ahadith that mention the blessings that a person will get if he memorizes the quran or if he's someone who knows the quran he has knowledge of the quran then you know though those ahadith are also motivation for us and that your parents will be honored in the day of judgment you'll be honored on the day of judgment and your rank will be from the to the last ayah that you recite so that's that's also another motivation and we ask Allah SWT that He allows us to be of those people. Um, and I think that, I guess there would be two points. The first one is that it seems like a hard task, but you see many people do it. You see people who, you know, they they may struggle in many other things, but they're able to complete the Qur'an. You see children doing it. You see people who are in their old age doing it. Um, and so I think that it may seem as a daunting task on face value, but Allah SWT is the one who said it, that He's made it easy. And the Qur'an is easy. Even if you struggle in the beginning... Allah said it's easy, so it's it's easy. And as long as a person has the intention, like I mentioned, and he tries even a little bit of effort, that effort is going to go a long way. So regardless of, you know, how foreign a person may be to the 
Arabi language or how foreign a person may be or how far away they may be from the Quran, they can come back to it any single day mm-hmm. and they can start, you know, on their journey. And it may seem like it's going to take you 30, 40 years, even if it takes you that long. I mean, as long as you reach your goal, you know, it doesn't really matter how you got there as long as you got there, right? Yeah. Obviously, as long as you're taking the halal means and everything. But oh, the point so. being that Allah SWT is the one who told you that He made the Quran easy and that, you know, that's enough. And the second thing I would say is I feel that a lot of times Muslims, they they kind of have like this fear, anxiety approaching the Quran. Mm-hmm. They think that, you know, if I approach the Quran and I try to recite, my tajweed isn't going to be perfect or I'm going to make mistakes yeah. or my voice isn't going to be beautiful. And for the first thing I'll say is obviously that Allah SWT is the one who told you to make it easy. And secondly, if you think about like your favorite reciter, your favorite qadi, at one point that favorite qadi, that favorite reciter couldn't recite the Quran. And at point, that one point that person didn't know the tajweed and at one point he also didn't know, you know, the rules of recitation. And it was also difficult for him. But he or she, when, you know, they put in the effort, Allah SWT made it easy, like yeah. I said. So I think we need to kind of get out of this mindset of, you know, if I approach the Quran, where we have like, we're kind of scared to. Yeah. Rather, the Quran isn't only for the people that have memorized it And it's not only for the scholars The Quran is for everyone It's for the one who commits major sins to come back and repent It's for the one who is misguided to come and be guided And the Quran, Allah SWT, you know, it's it's for everyone It touches every heart So we shouldn't be afraid to approach it And when we do approach it, we should As long as we have the intention and we're sincere Then, inshallah, you know, it's possible for anyone I mean, honestly, like, what you said is honestly true Like, we all started as a baby We all started learning how to walk and talk and everything So what makes, you know People especially now, people don't, I don't, you know, definitely people need to know that, that if anyone couldn't do it, they just have to have the dedication to do it. Yeah. Um, I also have another question. What is your, how much of a fam, how much was your family an influence during memorizing the Quran? I think uh, my family was definitely a big influence. My dad, alhamdulillah, he was someone who had memorized the Quran and my older brother as well, he finished memorizing the Quran. And I think back home and uh, my family's originally from Pakistan, it's very common that the kids there they memorize the Quran and it's something that you know they, some and some families it's just something they have to do like it's not even an option you do it mm-hmm. so many of my cousins they they also have memorized the Quran so I think in that aspect it was like a motivation that you know your brother has done it and your cousins have done it you know you should probably do it too second thing is my dad he was also a very big motivation um I remember at one point it was difficult to me because I didn't really have a teacher or anyone to memorize the Quran with mm-hmm. And so one day he told me that, you know, just start memorizing and then you can recite to me and then inshallah ta'ala something will happen. And I think I started reciting and I memorized probably the first four or five pages of Al-Baqarah. And then after that, you know, Sheikh Amr, he had started his classes and I started to join and then I learned from him. And my mother, she was also a very big uh, help. Um, I remember that anytime, even if she was busy, if I ever asked her, can you listen to my old review or can you listen to my notes, she would, she would stop what she was doing and she would listen. So definitely having family... Is, is I think one of the most important aspects In terms of trying to memorize the Quran And I think that's actually really important Obviously I can't speak as one because I'm not a parent or anything But I think like seeing the way my parents helped me A lot of times parents may think that They can just put their child in you know Like a Quran school or something mm-hmm. And they're going to become a hafiz But most of the stuff like the memorizing and the reading All of that's going to happen at home and Even like in the Quran school I went to <clears throat> Mashallah Sheikh Ahmad I, I honestly couldn't have imagined a better teacher for myself mm-hmm. Um he, it's not that he could He listened to every single student You had so many students in the class And they had all different levels So yeah. the sheikh is not going to sit there And focus on your student one on one Yeah I think like yeah. the maximum he was able to do Was like three Three. Time. Yeah, that's that's impressive too. Yeah. Those three students, but I mean, like, just like left one on the left, one on the right, in the front. It's like yeah, okay, yeah. I can listen to everything. Like, what? But even then, that's that's only one part, right? He's listening to the review or he's listening to the new. But 
mm-hmm. when it comes to your revision and it comes to like having a 30 minute um, recitation where you're reciting obviously he can't do that to every student so that yeah. comes a lot on the parents mm-hmm. they if they you know if it's their wish that the children becomes a half of mm-hmm. then they also have to make sure that they're giving the time that's needed for that to happen and right. i think with that yeah it's possible but i family definitely definitely helps and if you're the first person in your family um you know trying to become a helpful then even then as i said allah said it's easy yeah. so shout out if you make the intention it'll happen it sounds like how you're explaining is that like at almost the home is the school and then when you're at school it's more like a you know a certification that okay you memorize this you can move on yeah i would yeah you could describe it like that i mean i think the home is where that's where most of the memorization and reviewing is going to happen and then when you go to I mean, I, I think it also depends on what, like, what, uh, what HIF school you're in. Um, because uh, I know, like, overseas, even in the States, there's some schools that are made for HIF, so everything happens at the school. Yeah. But I would say for most masajid, um, you know, a lot of students, like, after time, after school, it's like a HIF program. That's yeah. not even every single day a week. It's three days or four days or even one day. Yeah. So in those scenarios, and yeah, definitely, most of it's going to happen at home. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there, like, um... So I remember when you, I remember like when Sheikh started it. Yeah. At first it was just one, uh, it was uh, Ahmed Zir Omar who actually gave him the idea. Yeah. And then, you know, then people started picking up. It's like, oh, Omar Beck started doing it. Then Luqman and, and added everything. Everyone started getting the competition. And do you think that helped like, you know, supercharge your path? <laughs> uh, I would say that that was definitely a big motivation uh having someone that you can compete with having you know peers that you're doing that you're memorizing with and i think this goal is not even memorizing the quran but this goes in anything if you have strong peers around you then yeah it's going to be it's going to make you want to do it more and so it's going to motivate you as well mm-hmm. um yeah so i mean ahmed didn't already mentioned mashallah i remember he, he for something that i envied about him was that his memory mashallah was really good yeah so he was able to memorize a lot in a very short period of time and that's something that really pushed me i was like i want to get to a level inshallah where i can you know do a few pages a day or something like that yeah. and you know luqman mashallah adil uh Omar back all of them uh they all they were all a good peer group to be around and having them around me made me want to memorize even more and motivated me more um, I think that many of them, I mean, most, of, if not all of them, they can all recite better than me and they're probably there to treat this better than mine. But that still motivates me to do better. And again, that's really important. If you have a strong peer group, try not to do it alone. If you can have a friend that, you know, you start with or something like that, it'll definitely help. I'm, I'm 100% sure like uh, that I remember specifically in school, you guys were keeping, it's like, oh, I memorized this, that are, I memorized three pages. Like, okay, I'm going to memorize six pages or stuff like that. I, I remember that like detail, how competitive you guys were. Um, and like, what happened to that? Um, like, uh, did you ever feel that, you know, like you were behind, like you were far behind, like there's no way I can keep up, you know, did you ever feel like I'm going to just go give up? No, I don't think we ever had a competition of keeping up. I think it was more just the end goal was in mind where you want to become a half of, um, and that's, you know, that's really what the mindset was. I don't think it was like unhealthy competition to the point where, oh, I can't keep up. So I'm going to give up. I don't think it was ever like that. And I, we never, I don't think that. Uh, I never felt that way that, you know, I'm trying to keep up. It was more just we all have the same goal and you, you help each other when you can and mm-hmm. you put in the effort. That was it. I think uh, when it comes to the Quran, it's not really about how quickly you want to memorize it. Uh, it's, you know, just enjoy the journey because yeah. that's one thing that I wish I enjoyed more was when you finish the Quran, you, you don't have like you don't wake up. Oh, what do I have to memorize today? Or what am I going to come across that? Oh, I haven't really heard or thought about before. There's so many times where you're memorizing and you come across now like, well, I didn't even know like there was an ayah like that in the Quran. Or you, yeah. or you remember, oh wow, I've heard Shiuk recite this ayah so many times, I didn't even know it was in this surah. 
or something like that. For example, um, Subhanallah, This is an ayah we recite whenever we're in the car, mm-hmm. and many of us may not even know this is an ayah from the Quran. So, so like small small things like that, when you wake up and you find, oh wow, this is an ayah in the Quran, or some ayah you just love the way it flows, mm-hmm. like that's that's not something you can experience once you're done memorizing. Yeah. So memorizing within itself is an experience, and that it takes a journey. And right now I have some of my friends, mashallah, they're memorizing the Quran too. And I envy them for that reason because they still get to wake up every day and they're like, they get to come across ayat that they haven't came across before. Whereas for me that, you know, that, I'm at, I guess for me that, that enjoyment, I can't, I can experience a different type of enjoyment, but that specific enjoyment I can't experience anymore. Definitely seems like you took the Quran as like a positive attitude and more not, not like a challenge. You took it more like an opportunity than a challenge or. I mean, I wouldn't say the goal, the goal should never be that. Obviously, the goal is to memorize the Quran, but that's that's like a, that's that's a tool. The goal is obviously to get close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and you know to be sincere. But it's not. I want to say it's like oh, like memorizing and once I achieve it, that's it. No, it's. I don't think that's the right mindset. I think the mindset should be that you're doing it to get close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you know you do what you can. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala makes it easy. But it's not like oh, something I have to finish and once I get it done, okay, I'm happy. That's oh, not, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so it's more like, you know, like you want to, you want to do it. It's not because like, oh, I want to do it because of this reward and this reward. No, you want to do it because it's actually interested you, which is something No, I think I, I definitely think that the reward is a <laughs> oh, the reward okay. is a big motivation. That's a big factor. Okay, okay. But it's both. I mean, it's the Quran. You can't really compare it to any other field. Obviously. Uh, um, and it's it's the best field that a person can involve himself in. I wouldn't even say I'm involved in the field. I've just done the bare minimum that anyone that wants to, you know, be any learn person in the religion has to do which is memorize the Quran. So in terms of the field I'm nobody. But I think that, you know, memorizing the Quran is something that it's just it's a it's a way that gets you closer to Allah, obviously if you use it the right way and So like how did you balance, you know, your college education and your Islamic education? How or like what was your lifestyle like, you know? There's a there's actually an interesting point uh I heard the other day and one of the Sheikh he mentioned that Sometimes people they complain, you know, they don't have time when it comes to memorizing the Quran. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had honestly heard this point when I was memorizing or before I started memorizing. Yeah. And he said that if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala had given an excuse to anyone for not giving the Quran time, it would have been three categories of people. And the first category would be someone who is sick, mm-hmm. or someone who's traveling seeking, you know, the bounties of Allah, or someone who's doing jihad fi sabilillah. And he said especially the last one, someone you know who's fighting in the cause of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, obviously which nowadays is not yeah. practical or anything. But obviously yeah. back then. Um, that that was also someone who was very very busy, and even then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala told them فَقْرَأُ مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنَ الْقُرآنِ that read that which is easy for me from the Quran. Yeah. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala even he didn't he mentioned the reason, but he didn't give them an excuse. He said still read what you can from the Quran. Okay. So I think many times people they think oh I can't make time for the Quran, but they don't realize that if you make time for the Quran, then the other things that you're worrying about not having enough time, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will bless your time and will give you barakah. Mm-hmm. And I never felt honestly because. Um, well, I was still in high school at that time. I never felt that, you know, making time for the Quran hindered my studies. If anything, it helped me in my studies. And if anything, I felt like I had more times to do other things that I wanted to do along with memorizing the Quran. And it's not like I was spending four or five hours every single day. It's a, you know, it took me like over a period of five years to memorize the Quran, which is yeah. not normal. Most, a lot, I think most average is like three years. Some people, they even do it in a year. Some people, a year and a half. It just depends. But again, I guess it's more about the end goal than and enjoying the journey than actually just trying to get it over with, you know. Yeah. So like, what like stuck out to me was that like you were saying that oh, there's some people that took one year, some people that took two or three or five. But that's not that's like I just wanted you know your confirmation that that's not really important how long it takes you because like even like the Sahabas, what they used to do, they spend like years 
you know, your whole life, just yeah, like yeah. trying to, you know, memorize, apply, understand, you know, so like, uh, I think, yeah, that, that goes back to the point, exactly like you said, um, that it's not, it's not about how long it takes, it's more about, you know, applying what you're learning, and it's about, you know, perfecting the memorization, that's definitely true. I think that everyone has their own way of, um, like, every teacher has a different way they teach. Mm -hmm. So when I said, like, I wasn't spending five, hours, six hours a day, I think what I meant by that was basically that um, my schedule is very different than maybe some, someone else who was memorizing the Quran. Mm -hmm. Because I was trying to do it while also in high school. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I wasn't really able to, um, I would say, devote, like, you know, I think, like, med some medrasas they have where that's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. right? And some kids are homeschooled, and, then like, part of it is that they're memorizing the Quran. Yeah. So, for me, I, I kind of regret it, but I think one thing was that I wasn't very consistent. So, like, one week, maybe I'll memorize a page every single day, or one week, I'll memorize, like, some pages in one day, and I wouldn't memorize anything the rest of the week. Or mm -hmm. a few months, I'll be very consistent. Then one month, I wouldn't really memorize anything. Yeah. So, it was very inconsistent. But, again, like I said, as long as you're... As long as you're trying and you're putting the effort, then inshallah at the end it will become very easy. Yeah. I, I remember the first when I first started Baqarah, I was on Quran Explorer and then I think I was memorizing like AF fifteen or something. And I scrolled down, I was like, Man, I can't wait till I'm like at AS seventy five or something. And then I was just like a motivation. And alhamdulillah when I finished, I was like, I remember that day, I was like, SubhanAllah, like that AS seventy five seemed so far off. But yeah, after the time you look at it, it felt it felt like the time flew by. So So yeah. So like I know you, you kind of touched on this, but like I kinda of wanted to go in detail, like what how would you say like you know you organized your time specifically for this or did you or was it kind of like spontaneous um i honestly i think it could involve a little bit of both uh so the sheikh he had three classes in a week he had on tuesdays um fridays and saturdays and they were two hours so you can tell from that, that a lot of it is going to be at home yeah. so most in those classes when you would normally go and recite your new or mm -hmm. what you have memorized and then you would re uh, recite your review to one of the students mm -hmm. Um, I personally, I tried, uh, anytime I had memorized something, I would recite to a sheikh that day at Aisha. Mm -hmm. That's what he had told us. He said, if you have any, if you had memorized anything, then don't wait. Um, you know, don't wait for the class. You can come to me after Aisha and recite. So I try to use as much of that as I possibly could. Um, and one thing that I would say is the be most beneficial, beneficial thing you can do is memorize after Fajr. So wake up for Fajr and then right after that memorize, because that time you'll be able to memorize more and get more in than at any other time during the day. So that's what I would try to do. I would try to wake up. And memorize before going to school yeah. and then that way i had already gotten it done and you know the rest of the day i could like i, I felt at ease that you know i've done mm -hmm. the most important task of the day alhamdulillah now it's just i after the rest of the tasks that i have to do so yeah now um, in terms of like an actual schedule how much i memorize every single day my goal in the beginning was to do half a page and then after that uh, alhamdulillah you know eventually once you start memorizing it becomes easier and then i eventually moved on to a page um, and then, you know, towards the ending, Alhamdulillah, he made it easy for me to be able to do more than that. So, um, I think it's just consistency. If someone ever asked me, you know, advice on how to memorize the Quran, I tell them that it's always better for you to do a line every single day mm -hmm. than to do one page, one, or one page a week. Like, I mean, one page in one day and only memorize that day in the entire week. Yeah. So the point is consistency because... Um, if you're doing a, a line every single day, then eventually, even within a month, you'll be able to start doing half a page. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, you'll be starting to do a page, and then two pages. And then after that, it'll just become very easy. So in the yeah. beginning, it's going to be slow, but the point is just to be consistent. And if you're consistent even for a month or two months, or even for some people, maybe a few weeks, then after that, it's just you'll get the ball rolling, and then it'll become easy from there. Yeah, something I noticed that from what you said in schedule was that like the way you studied wasn't more like, oh, I'm going to spend an hour. No, it's, you were like, oh, I'm going to memorize this half page no matter how long I sit it, right? Yeah, that's that's a good point, too. Yeah, um, for me, I never, uh, at least at that time, alhamdulillah, when you're in high school, you're not normally as busy mm -hmm. as, you know, you would be if you were in college or if you're working. 
um and at that time i guess for me if i spent it took me like 30 minutes or an hour it didn't make that much of a difference to me yeah some people they don't have the time some people they only have like okay i have an hour and i'm gonna do what i can an hour i have 30 minutes i'm gonna do what i can in 30 minutes and that's fine too that that's i think either way is possible either you have a goal of how much you're gonna memorize mm -hmm. or you have a goal of how much time you're gonna spend memorizing either way is fine as long as you're consistent even if you're doing 30 minutes every single day eventually in those 30 minutes you can memorize a time will come where you'll be able to memorize a page or two pages in 30 minutes if you keep it up so sure. it becomes easier with time definitely as Allah said that we've made the Quran easy so you want to I'm going to give you this opportunity to say like the final message to all our viewers any advice anything you want to say before we close off um I what I will say is um Memorizing the Quran is something that I think every every Muslim should have a part in, um, and even if even if right now you you don't really feel like you want to memorize the whole Quran, just make the intention, um, because we know that if you make the intention and you're sincere in your intention, Allah Subhanahu will help you. So just make the intention, even if you feel like it's impossible, just make the intention that I want to memorize the Quran, and Inshallah, it'll become easy for you. The second thing I would say is I think if you ask any hafiz or anyone that's involved in, I guess. Uh, any any relation to the Quran or anything is the biggest problem is normally sincerity where you're trying to be sincere and you're trying to make sure that you're doing it for Allah and so I would say that you know as we know that there's there's two sides of a bird you either have the fear and the hope so we know that there's a lot of motivation that we can look from the Quran and the Sunnah to find um, you know that will help us memorize the Quran but at the same time there's also the punishments for those people who memorize and they don't implement and obviously most of us we feel that we're from that category so you know, it's it's good to have a balance and to remind yourself that even if you reach that goal, at the same time, you know, your goal hasn't ended. You still have to focus on implementing. You have to focus on purifying your intentions. Um, and I think this goes for any hafiz that you ask or anyone that's involved in the Quran. This is probably the biggest struggle to tell you. It's not that they couldn't memorize. It's not that they couldn't review. It's just that they couldn't. It's just difficult, you know, trying to keep that sincerity. So that's advice I would give is just be sincere and make the intention. Even if you right now, you don't, like, you're like, I don't even memorize the Quran. Just just make the intention. Just be sincere in your intention. Inshallah, Allah SWT will make it easy for you. Well, thanks, man. That was a beautiful message. Uh, thank you for coming by. You know, this, it was, this was amazing. This was honestly a really great video, alhamdulillah, that we, that we had an interview. Uh, you know, inshallah, you keep on reviewing. Inshallah, you keep on, you know, influencing other people and everything. I appreciate you for having me, inshallah. Inshallah, next time I can be in your seat and we can be talking about your journey, inshallah. inshallah.